Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know. This episode is a little bit different than the rest. That's what I'm going to say. In the first part of the episode, we talk about David Spade's new show, Lights Out with David Spade. Uh, We talk about my, Babs, revolutionary DVR idea. We talk about Riss's psychic Babs dream. And of course, tennis. In the follow-up, the second part of the episode, we circle back to none of these things. So... Not really sure what we were thinking, but in the second half of the episode, we actually follow up on something that was mentioned in a previous episode, and that is how the Presbyterian Church mirrors the U.S. government, or vice versa. We've got a little Alaskan history thrown in there, and I will make a correction ahead of the episode. I said incorrectly that my dad was in high school from 1966 to 1970. He was not. He was in college then which put him in high school from 1962 to 1966. The accuracy of the content of what I was trying to say, however, still stands because my dad was in high school during the Vietnam War, the beginning anyway, and therefore could not have learned about it as a part of history. Now that you've listened to a podcast in and of itself with the preview, please do listen and enjoy the rest. So Riss, this is what I wanted to ask you about. Have you heard that your buddy, David Spade, has a new late night TV show? Yes, and I've been recording it and I have to watch it. I'm going to try and watch it today. Oh my God. I want to watch it with you. (laughs) I haven't been recording. What channel is it on? Comedy Central. I want to say either 11 or 11.30. Don't quote me. You could probably, I could probably look it up on my phone because I'm part of that feed on Twitter. You know... Well, okay, so now you have Xfinity, I have DirecTV, but wouldn't you think a cool feature now for TV program providers to, like, wouldn't it be awesome if you could just go into your, you know, DVR and send, oh, I want you to watch this and send it to me over the, you know, over the cable, over the cable, over the cellular data network or whatnot. Why can't we do that yet? Because it doesn't exist. What? As far as I know. I'm going to have to talk to my husband who works for a communication yeah. company. Yeah. Please tell him this is a brilliant idea. Probably patentable and worth millions. Why yes. has nobody thought of it? Yes. Because then. pretty freaking cool. Right? I mean, and think about it. Why wouldn't advertisers want it? <clears throat> you could actually like. And the content providers. Maybe it would be something like. You know, they get a royalty or something every time it's sent right. to another person. Right. I don't know. Anywho. 
so all right so you're aware of it you're watching it there was a huge spread about it in the sunday new york times oh was there yes i want to say it was like positive mostly i skimmed it okay it's very long i want to say it was front page of one of the inside sections maybe like arts and leisure or something but then like two full pages and I of course just laugh a little because as you know we both like to listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast and if you remember I don't know if you ever listened to this episode but way back when I was like oh yeah there's been a couple episodes where people have mentioned David Spade because David Spade and Conan O'Brien were on SNL at the same time. Yep. Uh, Conan, um, he uh, he was writing for SNL. Yes, he was writing for SNL, and I think maybe Will Ferrell I was there. I have not listened to that David Spade episode, by the way, yet. I have it queued up. Oh, I didn't even know he's oh, on no, Conan's he's, Yeah, party. he is. Well, remember, so earlier, like, the people were bagging on him a little, including Conan, that, like, he really wasn't that good and when he was at SNL he was always like well at SNL he was always like what are you guys working on you have anything for me what are you working on like he never the way Conan painted him was he's not that great right and this is even still now you know 25 years later and it was so funny so he was promoting his show so I had already seen the New York Times article but on the podcast I was listening to the other day he was promoting his David show (laughs) it was Oh, it was so funny. It seemed clear to me he didn't really want to be promoting it. He was probably told to. And he's like, because just what we need, another one of these late night right, right. TV shows, which of course he can say tongue in cheek since he has one. But then he did say, he's like, well, he's not in my time block, so I wish him well. <laughs> well, now I got to listen to his episode because I'm sure that it's, uh, I can look, again, I can look it up, but I'm sure that the episode took place like a month or two ago that's why it's like I wonder if he mentions it in the podcast but I don't know oh you mean they recorded it yeah I don't know they might have just recorded it recently maybe not we'll see because they went on a little break right so yeah I actually if it was before the break then yeah that was on because I was listening to it um I was on vacation I walk try and walk every day and I was listening to it while I was walking. Yeah. So, uh, I should have been listening to it on my drive back from North Carolina because that was seven hours I could have got in there. Oh, God. That's brutal. <laughs> Actually, the drive itself wasn't that bad. Chris took three hours, I took three hours, and then he took the last hour, hour and a half. Gotcha. Yeah, Jonathan all, did all the driving from... Bar Harbor to Stoughton, oh, which was the also about six hours. Was that we were sitting around the table and I said, just think of it, August this time next year, you could be driving us to North Carolina. And he was <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> well, but not really, right? Because he turns 15 in October. Yeah. So he can't get his license till next October. That's true. Yeah. Couple of years. Couple Two years. years. Naomi um, has her permit, as you know. Yes. Has not been behind the wheel of a car. And Vivian, has no interest in yep, Vivian is doing it. Like I'm not getting in the car with her. Smart girl. <laughs> uh, you can drive, keep driving me, Miss Marissa. I'm like, that's okay. Right. That's right. Well, I think if Naomi, I think at this point, 
Naomi doesn't even have to take the driver's ed class because she's not going to get her license until after she turns 17. Right. And apparently you only have to take the class if you're getting your license before 17. I don't know why 17 with no driving knowledge is some type of magical, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. age. It doesn't seem like it should be. No. <clears throat> but anyway, we shall see. All right. What other uplifting things do we have to talk about besides, you know, one of your besties getting a new TV show? I have news, but I don't know if I'm allowed to mention it on the podcast. Oh. All right. Well, then. But it's good news. It's just regarding my sister. Oh. Hmm. (laughs) Oh. The mystery deepens. It does deepen. Oh, God. But, yeah. Just, uh. Can I guess? You can. She eloped and now she's married. You're close. She is she is not. <laughs> she is eloping, but she is not married. Ah, remember I called it. Yeah, you did. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I just, well, I knew last week, but her plans have changed, and so she was filling me in on that yesterday. Hmm. Well, families. <laughs> families. What a- Oh, so I guess this is a good opportunity to quickly review my psychic abilities. Oh, yes. Please <laughs> do so. So, um, let's see. So, I, wait, what's today? Tuesday? Sunday night I had a dream about you. Yep. And the dream was kind of weird. It was, you were at your house, your new house, and you were outside, and... You were scraping gray paint off your windows. Apparently, painters had come by and they had sprayed down the house. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. And you asked me to come over and help. So we're getting up on the ladder and doing that and talking, whatever. But then I lean over (laughs) and I notice that you now have a rock garden. I'm like, Pabs, why do you have a, why'd you do all that? Because it was a lot. It wasn't like that little space. Because everything right. in the dream is overly Like a little aesthetic, yes. Yes, it was big. I'm like, how you make that rock art? And you're like, oh, two is so much easier. And it's nicer. I like it. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So the next morning I'm thinking, you know what? I should probably tell Babs that any big project she has coming up she probably should just put it to the side for a minute that's right well specifically you said you know i you were like i advise against starting on any house projects right they're not gonna go well right you should rethink them was the gist of it right and i didn't give you (coughs) no specifics and i told you i was like well crap we have a house project scheduled for today (laughs) which by the way was a complete and utter failure But anyway, so I call you mm-hmm. as I'm going home from work to set up this lovely morning walk. And then that's when I learned all that you just said, that the project involved windows and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the funny thing. Tell what you said to me. You said, 
but you wouldn't have known that I've been talking to my dad all week on vacation yes. about building a rock garden <laughs> and ripping out everything. And I was like, all right, that's just weird. That's just weird because that's what he wants me to that's do. That's what he He's wants He's like, nobody me. needs grass. Everybody needs rocks. <laughs> but then he mocks me because, of course, as you know, I'm on this trip. I'm in a rocky coastal community. Right. I came back with a bunch of rocks. <laughs> my dad's just like... Then they're... Some of them are not small rocks. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I've had rocks in my suitcase. <laughs> Where are you going to put them? In your garden? I think so, actually. <laughs> There's a reason for that, oh, too. God. Isn't that funny? Oh, God. But, but, so I'm driving my car, and all of a sudden I'm hearing about this window and the rocks and everything. Oh, my God. And I'm there to tell you that a rock came through our window. Now, did you inspect it? What oh, it I did like? inspect it. Uh, well, first of all, it's double-paned glass. Right. It completely broke the first pane. Did not break through into the house. And it's cracked. And Jonathan, he heard the crack. And later when he went over to investigate, he realized, oh, there's a hole in the window. So what we think happened was behind our little townhome yard is a bigger common Okay. Like green space. Right. And they use those large industrial mowers that you stand oh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they kicked up a rock. Yep. Hit the glass. So Somewhere. I saw Jonathan. I said, Did you go out and look for the rock? He's like, No. As if I'm crazy. I'm like, I'm going out to look for it. <laughs> Found it. <gasps> I took pictures of it. <laughs> it wasn't even a big rock. But the thing is, it gets spit out with such force from right. the... velocity. Yeah, that's right. So, anyway, that was just a little too freaky. So, the problem is, of course, um, so our HOA has a landscaping company that does the neighborhood. Right. But I told Jonathan, I'm like, it wasn't them. Because our landscape day is Thursdays. Yesterday was Monday. I said, it's the people in the common area. Because first of all, there are no rocks in our backyard to be kicked up. I said, and I think that landscape company is contracted by the new neighborhood being built behind us. Because they're the ones that actually have access to it. Right. Ours is fenced in. We don't have access from our yards to that area. And our friend had told them they that space only started getting developed when they started building. Oh, so okay. I'm like, so basically, you've got to put our property manager probably in touch with their HOA to get the information from the landscaping company. But I was like, but really, what are they going to say? Right. You can't prove it was us. Right. Somebody right. could have thrown it. Anyway, it's just annoying. But yeah, yesterday was kind of an annoying day. That is pretty crazy. And that's why I'm like, I've got to call my friend Riss and see if she can walk with me. Yeah, now you'll feel better. I will feel better. I'll be sweaty, but I'll feel the better. endorphins have kicked in. Feeling good. Oh. I guess so. <laughs> I wish I didn't have a lot of computer work to do today, but good news is I think I'm going to sit on my back I was going to say, sit on your back deck and do it. Why not? Why not? It's actually pretty nice out. Although it's supposed to get up to 
88 today, but that's all right. I can come inside. Oh, we had this beautiful big porch on the house we rented in Bar Harbor. Yeah, how was your trip? It was great. Nice. Can't talk too much about it because, you know, family. I saw, saw pictures of the baby. Y yep. So cute. My little nephew. He's a cutie. So cute. He's a cutie. I want to smush him. I know. And now I have to go back and listen to you, you on our... Uh, podcast the extra episode i know the bonus episode from alaska yes i did not do any bar harbor episoding <laughs> but i meant to get that alaska one out earlier too it just didn't that's okay fit into my schedule vivian is so cute she gets into the car i'm like how you doing she's like okay and i'm like psyched psyched for gymnastics she goes uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> not so much that's no what she said. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm like, not. I know you're tired, right? She goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But she did fine, I'm sure. Yeah, she came home with, you know, a few aches and pains. Pretty typical. Yeah. Pretty typical. That's how August was from tennis yesterday. And he broke his strings again. Oh, man. I'm like, what is going on with that? those strings you get? I'm changing them like every three months. He's like, well, that's normal for someone who plays as much as me. And I said, all right, I get hmm. it. I'll ask Jonathan. Yeah, well, you know what? It's dependent on the strings. Yeah, I was going to say they shouldn't break Oh yeah, this guy that frequently. So, I would think. I don't know. He's always breaking strings. And I'm like, all right, I got it. And here's the thing. If you make him too strong, like the pro level, uh -huh. he could hurt his arm now. Right. You don't want to give him tennis elbow at 14. Yep. So that's really why he doesn't get yeah. level strings, which he had, but then his coach noticed that and said, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. Speaking of strings, did you hear the weird Nick Curios story about his rackets? No. Wait, maybe. I don't know. Well, so, you know, it's interesting. As we've discussed previously, he's playing at the DC Hardcore tournament yeah. and uh his ha having trouble with his rackets and the strings and of course he's not now he doesn't have enough rackets and they're like well of course because he broke a few right um and so he calls his vendor you know whoever they apparently don't have any for him or something so his dad who's in australia fedexes him some rackets <laughs> and they get held up at customs. Oh no! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so they get held up at customs, and lucky this is in DC, right? Right. So the tournament director uses some of his connections <laughs> and gets them freed Aww. from customs, and then yeah, they have to be, you know, strung. Right. So. I just thought that was so interesting. Yeah. I'm like, really? I didn't hear about Customs? That. Really? <laughs> They're rackets, not weapons of mass destruction. Correct. I mean, you could hurt somebody. And they were... But, still. They were, they were, you know... It wasn't like somebody was smuggling in, you know, 25,000 tennis rackets that they're going to sell counterfeit on the black market. Or, <laughs> anyway, as I said, I'm like... Man, you're just lucky you were at the D.C. tournament. Because there are a lot of tournaments 
going on in all different locations. Yeah, there were. And there will be for this whole month. Yep, well, the big ones are coming up, the ones we have to get to eventually one day. They're Cincinnati one. All right, but I think I need it on my list. I want Cincinnati. And then there's Which the Indian Wells one. No, I haven't been. Oh, I thought you went to that one. No. Cincinnati, Indian Wells, and Miami. Yeah, I haven't been to any of those. I mean, I don't really go to... I mean, I've obviously I've been to the BB&T a bunch here in Atlanta, and I've gone to... One year I went to the one in Charleston, a women's tournament that usually happens over our spring break. Women's. First. News fest. Oh, Marissa! I know. If Serena's not playing, I don't want to watch. It's horrible. It's horrible. But it's the truth. She's got to play. Yeah, she does. I mean, honestly, I think her talent and experience has put her, you know, in her good position. Right. Where, you know, she was in the Wimbledon final. Right. But... I think it's her lack of playing that is preventing her from sealing the deal. Yeah, winning. I would love for her to win the U.S. Open. That's it's going to be so emotional just for her to be back there. Yep. I mean, because you know the whole story will come up again. Oh yeah. Talk about snooze fest. Yep, I agree. Don't need to hear it anymore. No. No. Back off from Serena, you <laughs> effing haters. Haters. Uh, oh my God. But we not us. It. We did it. We love the love. Yeah, so by the way, I bought myself an early birthday present. Pretty early, considering my birthday isn't until September 22nd. But my stupid Fitbit broke. Oh, I'm sorry. And I replaced the, uh, the they usually do. charger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm pissed because this was the Fitbit Versa. And I'd only had it since March. Uh, so it lasted about four months. Did you call them? I did not. Because they'll replace it. Well, I bought it through Amazon, though. Will they? Yeah. What did you need to give them information-wise to replace it? I just called them. They said, where'd you buy it? I said, Kohl's. They said, all right, we'll send you a new one. It was literally that easy. Interesting. Well, I don't need it anymore because I upgraded myself to right. an Apple Watch. Oh. This is not my band. My real band is coming. But, um... Is your new band Unicorns? No. I didn't, oh. I didn't look for that. Um, but I didn't get... I got, like, an older version because I didn't want to pay yeah. a ton of money for it. But I was like, screw that. I'm not going to get another Fitbit that breaks right. in four months. But I don't know if I like this Apple Watch yet. I would break it. That's why I stick to I don't the $30 think it's like fake Fitbits. Doing anything here. Like, I don't see anything on the data, so I feel like it's already not working. <laughs> so we'll see. That's only a little bitter to give more of my money to them. Oops, now it's mad. <laughs> oh, God. Your move ring didn't make a lot of progress yesterday. That's because I only got you at like 9 p.m. <laughs> Dope. Oh my God. All right. Well, this was excellent. Yes. When are we going to get together later this week and drink and review? 
That's a good question. I have, I t I'll tell you something. All right, tell me, not them. Okay. Let's say bye for now. Okay, bye for now. Since we're recording this review on a Sunday, Riss, it only seems fitting that um, you should explain to us how the Presbyterian Church parallels the U.S. government. Right. So our forefathers were uh, Protestants. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know particularly what sect they were part of, if they were Episcopalian or if Presbyterian. I want to say most of them were Presbyterian. And, but I can look that up. I just didn't really give it too much thought until I was thinking out loud about it just now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it, the, the Presbyterian government, the way it runs or is a lot like our parallels our own government. Okay. Which is interesting. I and found it very I, interesting. What I found even more interesting was it's set up like a pyramid. And if you look on the back of the dollar bill, there's a pyramid on it. There is a pyramid. All with those, an eye, With right? an eye. Although some would argue that has to do with being a Mason. And That's they were right. all Masons. And being um And no one knows anything about club. the Masons. The Freemasons. So. The Freemasons. Jonathan needs to become a Freemason, so we <laughs> can find You're out. You're that, honey? <laughs> so the Presbyterian Church hierarchy, and I'll just read a little bit of it. In the United States, the main Protestant Christian denomination is called the Presbyterian Church. I had no idea that that was the main denomination, so that's fascinating mm -hmm, to me. Mm -hmm. And it is well known for its high level of tolerance. Interesting. The church hierarchy <laughs> is in the paths of democracy. Mm -hmm. And a session governs the church, which is made up of elderly people elected by the entire congregation. So it is Specifically a elderly people as we know them? I think when we we say elderly, we think maybe people in their fifties and on up, because oh, you could scary. have been elderly a hundred years that's ago. That's true. You were if if you were yeah. in your forties, you probably were elderly. Right. So it is a representative form of government that rules the Presbyterian Church and is better known as the Presbyterian Polity. Okay. Okay. The four levels of government are session, presbytery, synod, and general assembly. And if you look here, that's what it's. Wow, okay, the four levels, the hierarchy, the Presbyterian Church hierarchy. Mm -hmm. All right, tell me more. All right, so the session is a pastors, the pastors of the church, and they are elected elders, and they make that up, the session. The nominated... Wait, 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 you already lost me. Okay. The pastors of the church. The pastors. Mm -hmm. See, that's confusing because often the, the religious person leading the ceremony, not the ceremony... The church service, yes. mm -hmm. the minister, is the pastor. Yes, but it's a group of pastors from all over, who uh, pa the pastors of the church. Wait, which, is this a national? It can be. This yeah, is this. National... All right, no, wait, back oh. up a second. Let me give you the difference. I was like, I thought this was in each individual church. It is in each individual individual church. Okay, but it's also held at a national level. Okay, but at the national level. That is people who are pastors, like ordained ministers. Yes, but... Okay. Not in the individual church, In the though. individual church, there's more than one pastor. Right. But it wouldn't be... Like, that must have other church members in it, because it's the biggest part of the pyramid at the bottom? No? Oh, you mean the General Assembly? Oh, the General Assembly. Yes. yes. 
Okay. okay. We're just talking about the session, which is pastors of the church. And where does that fall? That fa- they're at the top. Oh, you're going top down. Yeah, which session is odd because that makes you think you of... individual, right. small. Okay. Right. No, right. at the session is at the very top. Okay, sorry. We're at the top of the yes. pyramid. This all makes more sense now. So the nominating committee nominates these elders and the congregation then elects them. Okay. And after, In the session? Yes. Okay. And after so the confused. election, the elders undergo training and preparation for this ministry and need to appear for a test to prove the knowledge acquired of the doctrine. Once they pass this, they are ceremoniously ordained and installed. A pastor moderates the session meetings and a clerk records the minutes. Which, interestingly enough, as we were talking about this, we're talking about this, our pastor brought it up today. Really? This sounds like the judicial system, by the way. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That in a prior... Uh, 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 years ago in mm-hmm. this particular church mm-hmm. they wanted to a group of women wanted to start something for the kids and the uh, underprivileged kids okay and they needed help so they went to the pastor okay and he said I have to call a session okay. in order to get this passed oh interesting but then he called them back five minutes later and he said no it's the right thing to do I'm going to just go ahead and approve it not that interesting that is interesting because that seems a little uh, totalitarian. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, the next is the presbytery. And all the congregations and the ministers of the word and sacrament within the same geographic area from the presbytery who have the authority to ordain, ordain church members to install teaching elders. Oh, they, for the love. I know. That they, was a lot. I know. I they, did not understand it. Well, it's everybody from the same area, like like. Sure, uh, I understood the geographic area part, but I'm. Well, they oversee the word, what's being taught. But so these are members from different churches. Like in the this same... would be the leads of every church. And again, so are these only pastors or yes. no? These yes. are only pastors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ministers of the word and sacrament. Okay. They authorize. Uh, affairs of the local congregations the ultimate authority to establish dissolute or merge congregation lies with the presbytery okay they meet at least twice a year okay and there's the synod s-y-n-o-d okay many presbyteries within the same geographical area form a synod and the minimum should be three their main responsibility is to develop and implement the mission of the church within the region and facilitate communication between the synod and the general. So the assembly. minimum is number of churches, yes. not number of people in it. So a Correct. minimum of three churches should form a synod. Mm-hmm. And then okay. you have the general assembly. They are the highest governing body of the PC. Uh, but they're, they're at the bottom of the pyramid. Isn't it interesting? Their main agenda is to prioritize the work of the church, develop overall objectives, and work out a comprehensive strategy provide essential program functions and to foster balance and diversity within the church and to establish and administer ministries of service, witness, development, and growth of the national and worldwide basis. Okay, I'm failing to understand the pyramid. So now, (laughs) no, no, no. I think my issue was I thought the pyramid represented flow of government Mm -hmm. and I now am thinking... It does not. It just represents the size. Like the smallest thing is a session. I think. And next. Yes. So in my opinion. I feel like it should not be a pyramid structure. I feel the need for a flow chart. (laughs) I'm very confused. I 
think if you were put it to, into governmental terms, yes, the General Assembly, yes, is the House and the Senate. Okay, Congress, yes. Okay, okay. And then the Synod is the individual people. The individual in, like the people. congressman or a senator. I see. So like almost or like a committee formed right. around similar interests. Right. Of course, we know our Congress people are assigned to their committees, but anyway, yes. Right. Yes. And then the synod would be probably the committee itself. Wait, I thought that was the synod. No. The jet. No, that was the synod. Then the presbytery. Yeah. The presbytery. Okay. And then the presbytery is, so, would be a senator from a region. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, they're the elected fit. They they oversee. Although that's where it diverges. Oh. Okay, wait. No, all right. So then that would be more analogous to the House of Representatives, the congressperson, because senators are from states. I'm sorry, not, yes, yeah, yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, you're okay. right. And then you would have the overall, the session. The session. Would be, I guess, the, the president. And or the Supreme Court, I guess, because yes. we have, Probably. we're not, we have not represented that branch of government yet in this And they're the ones who hierarchy. make the laws. Yes. So it would be yes. the Supreme Court. Well, no, the Supreme Court upholds the laws. The oh, right, you're right, you're right. Laws. Congress makes the laws. But they at least have some input on the laws. We've got to get the Supreme Court in there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they are mm-hmm. the They the are law supreme. Of the land. Yeah. Hello. I mean. So does that make sense how it correlates to our government? It does make sense how it correlates to our government. And that it might pyramid be... does not make sense to me, though. I want a flow chart. <laughs> I want an explanation for that pyramid. I need to study that pyramid more. All right, I'm going to send it to you. Okay, how about that? because I just felt like... And it could be that you and I are off a smidge, but probably not that much. No, now I understand. The pyramid is like showing you, it's like the food pyramid. <laughs> yes. Like, this is what you should have the most of. It's at the bottom. Right. It doesn't mean it's the most important. No. Or least important. mm it's just representing, it's a graphical representation of size. And I was thinking it was representing, well, like it said, a hierarchy where right. it's like, you know, this is at the top. Like in this household, I'm at the top of the pyramid. <laughs> and there's Jonathan, but you see, and then there's the children. The thing no, with I'm the kidding. presbytery is somebody's always accountable. Yes. And it's not right. on one person. Right. Like our government, it's it's by many people. Although, you know, the interesting thing is, so I was raised in the Congregational Church, and the Congregational Church, I do not remember having a specific pyramid, per se. Well, but you of might course, not know that. We had the minister, mm-hmm. but then we also, we had a board of deacons. Right. And we had a board of trustees, and I feel like the board of trustees must match up with maybe the... Presbytery, and then the Board of Deacons is like the, I don't know that we had a synod equivalent, but the Board of Deacons, I feel like the deacons are the people who run the day-to-day operations. Mm -hmm. The Board of Trustees are the ones who help oversee the ongoing future of the church, and then of course you have the minister who is the head of the work, or the, you know, the word. The word, Mm mm-hmm. Not even necessarily the day-to-day. He's not the one managing the books or, you know, like making sure the church building stays running. Like his only responsibility is ministerial. So he has to prepare for the church sermons Mm -hmm. and he has to provide counseling to members of the church who may require it. Huh. So interestingly, (laughs) maybe the Presbyterian church has the most kind of official structure resembling the government but it sounds like maybe a lot of protestant churches have this kind of 
Well, this is a difference maybe, I don't know that much about the Catholic Church, but since they're the Pope and mm-hmm. the Vatican and the people, I would people, think it's something similar bishops. you have bishops. Huh. And they have to report into... That's a little bit more old school, maybe, though. Mm. The Catholic Church stayed old school. Mm. Less democratic, perhaps. Right, right. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And we will, of course, have to hear more, if you want to share with the viewers, that you found a new church. And it is a Presbyterian church. It is, and I love it. And I used to go there, and then I stopped going there, and then now I'm back there. And oh, wait, <laughs> how long did you not go there for Almost then? four years. Oh, so not... Oh, See, I didn't realize that or remember that. All right. So you've come back to the fold, so yes. to speak. <laughs> well, I'm going to need to hear more about this, of okay. course, because as you know, the Alexander family has been afraid of organized religion here in Georgia. So we yeah. have not been yeah. partaking. Yes. And there's that, no yeah. congregational church in the immediate area. <sighs> I found one kind of over in east Cobb, but yeah i really wish there were more congregational churches drive all the way over there but it's not a it's not a popular southern denomination because of course the good people of the congregationalists would never want to have any ties to slavery for example right so right that's what i'm going to say there other people who lived in the south during the time of slavery they have ties we don't probably did i mean even though he was presbyterian yeah, of course. I mean, he's living here. South. Living in the South, people. <laughs> I learned so many fascinating things about the Civil War reading my Alaska history books. We're going to have to have a whole separate okay. podcast All on right. that. Okay, all right. And I'm going to have to read some of them so oh I can my God. learn too. I, that's shocking to me. Oh. All right. We're going to have a whole other podcast episode on it. I think Alaska had anything to do with anything. Has so much to do with I everything. I know, and I need to know. I, I'm not saying, Little, don't be mad. No, I just, so how no, would I know? I'm not mad. How okay. would you know? How I only know I because know? I read this book. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no. I'm appalled that I didn't know. Oh. I was talking to my dad on our main trip, and it's funny because he was like, he did remember, he knew, which this is shocking to me, but he's like, oh yeah, Seward's Folly. Like he I've knew. That. I know, but my dad's 71. How could he remember that? I don't even know. And then we had a whole discussion about how really the American history curriculum in this country is just horrible. Yeah, now more than ever. Well, it's like because they, I'm sorry, you don't need to keep starting back with the freaking pilgrims and the Jamestown colony every single time somebody takes U.S. history. Well, I mean, that doesn't have to be, that doesn't have to be two months long. Right. Uh, a a yeah. week at best. A day for a yeah. recap? Well, in the beginning, no. In the beginning, fine. Yeah. Spend more time on it. But A recap? No, you're right. Because I said I was in um, 19... I was in AP U.S. History class, 1989 to 1990. And that was the only year we got through Watergate, which was like 1974, right? Right. So not that bad. That. that was 15 years yeah. from 1989. So I'm like, all right. That's probably officially all the history right. you know, we could get. You get any closer, you're almost into current events for right. heaven's sake. But um, it took taking an AP history class that had to move at a very accelerated pace to get there. And I'm like, this is ridiculous because we take U.S. history like every other year. So when you're in elementary school, but by the time you're in middle school, if you're taking whatever the U.S. You should be starting with the Civil War and going through at least World War II. Oh, yeah. We never would get there. I only no, got, there got there as a junior. And my dad, of course, was saying, like, 
oh God, yeah, we never got anywhere. I'm like, well, dad, first of all, you were in high school during the Vietnam War, so you weren't going to get to that. <laughs> Watergate hadn't happened yet. You were married with a one-year-old when Watergate <laughs> happened. And I'm like, so let's just remember how old you actually are. Um, and he's like, no, good point. But I mean, really, you'd think World War II was so important, but my dad was in high school from 66 to 70, mm-hmm. I guess. And, you know, so... World, but no, World War Two had ended twenty one years before, so they should have been able to do that. Rest, they should. Have, I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> but yeah, Aunt Phil's Trunk by Laurel Downing Bill. I bought five of her books at the Anchorage Saturday Market where I met her. Oh, and I read the one when we were in Maine, and I poor Jonathan had to listen to me. My dad had to listen to me. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you have to listen to this. Can you believe this? This completely changed the course of the Civil War. We never learned anything about this. Oh, good times, good times. But what is better? What are we watching on mute here, Marissa? Oh, Serena Williams. Uh, we need little music there. <laughs> I want August. Ladies tennis. I want to commission some Serena Williams music from August. Oh, okay. But it has to be like lovely and light. It's I don't not going to be low. <laughs> but it has to be imposing and powerful. Yeah, no, okay. that I can do. All right. That, that can happen easily. Um, she might just win the match right here. Well, she's two points away. I really hope she can. This that is was just an ace. The... Two aces in a row, right? Well, this is when she's got to bring it. She's in the third set at the WTA tournament in Toronto, which is the female Rogers Cup. It is one of the tournaments leading up to the U.S. Open Series. This isn't the the umpire that she yelled at, is it? Mm, are you talking? No. Remember, that was a disgusting male pig. Oh, that's... No, I'm... Masochist. Okay. She looks familiar, though. I've she's been... This umpire has... Yeah, she's very... Oh, I can't. I mean... Serena anyway. knows she's being her own worst enemy. Yeah. So... Okay. She's all right. all right. I think it's been a lot of tennis for her. She might be a little tired. You well, know? she needs to kind of get over that. Well, I mean, she. I think she's doing the best she can. But now it's 30-15 and none of our listeners care. Mm. So maybe we'll just say bye for now. Bye for now. This has been a season two episode of a walk in the park podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please head on over to Apple podcasts or Google play to rate review and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts on Twitter. That's at a wit podcast on Facebook. You can find our, a walk in the park, Facebook page by searching at a wit podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at a walk in the park podcast. We'd love to hear from you.